right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. Uh, full disclosure right off the bat, I have no idea what's going on with our audio settings today, mostly because I neglected to charge the really wonderful high-end noise-canceling headphones that I would normally be using. So you might be picking up some cool audio, you might not, you might be picking up dual audio if anybody has any comments about whether or not you can hear us properly or if it sounds god awful then by all means let us know but here we are with another episode we've got to be getting close to the end of the year based on what number episode of the year this is but as always i'm your host adam smith with just the tips coaching and with us pretty much as always is our marketing director one of our other coaches and the glue that holds this together jen Weibower. good morning jen Good morning, Adam. And we have a really cool guest for you guys today because it's not all that often that we ask people to come back on the show, right? Um, Out of, I don't know, we've been doing this for four years, roughly 50 episodes a year, 200, Mm -hmm. give or take. We've, I don't know, got maybe 10 or 12 people that we ask back on the show. Yeah, I was going to say a dozen. A dozen? All right. Yeah. And this morning, I'm going through Facebook memories because I always get a kick out of that activity. Uh, It's really helpful when it comes to studying what Facebook's algorithm is up to. I even commented on like a five-year-old post, and it got some interesting traction. But 364 days ago, you announced to our Facebook audience, Jen, that the next day... We were going to have this same guest on the show. It's been exactly a year, or it will be tomorrow, just because of the way the calendar runs. We always do the show on Mondays. So welcome back to the show, Megan Fuller. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi. And you've had an interesting year in the last year. You're now broadcasting for us from the farm, the Fuller Farm. Yeah, yeah. I've been, um, after we spoke, actually the biggest change, um, because I had moved on to the farm in July. So we had our first like year of growing food as we walk on a journey to be self-sustaining. So we had our first, um, so so I just moved in, so we hadn't had a harvest yet. So since we've spoken, we've had a ton of vegetables. Our apples came in amazing. Um, if you, if you met me in person this summer, you left with a box of apples, maybe two. It was awesome. Um, my significant other started working with me in real estate, like a week after we spoke, um, he lost his job. So it wasn't even like a planned thing. And we've been now celebrating. We're coming up on one year of working together. Um, so that's been a totally awesome new challenge, um, as, as we, yeah, that, that we, we, we have gone through and we, we've made it on the other side. We, we survived it. Um, yeah. And then we got, we, we've, we've gone from like 12 chickens. We now have 150 chickens. Um, okay. This, yeah, like this part of it, it, I know we talked about <laughs> yeah, it some, yeah, so it's kind of blowing our like minds. <laughs> yeah. 150 chickens. I think that's more than the Colonel has. I don't Probably. know. I don't, and it doesn't, it doesn't look like a lot. Like once you get used to it, like I think this is the issue with people, chicken people like me, we just keep going because there's, you just, they're so cute and they're so easy to take care of. And you just add more and they're so fun and they give you eggs. It's great. What are, what could you guys possibly be doing with all these eggs? We're we trying to set the so, world record for how many eggs in an omelet. What is going on over there? 
Um, we are, uh, we would love to start um, selling them. So that hence the 80, we got enough of our flock to supply us with chicken for the rest of the year for the roosters and then the laying hen, we will start selling the eggs. Um, right. We have a three and a six year old, so they work on the farm as well. So that's kind of their little stuff to do so that they'll, we'll be putting a fresh egg sign out in front of our farm and like officially be marketing, right? As like egg sellers versus while well, we've just been giving people eggs with our flock of, I mean, it's still 40, 30, like we, we eat a lot of eggs, um, but it's <laughs> January will be when all of these new babies will start to lay eggs. Oh my, holy cow. Okay. So you're, you're in for a big influx of eggs. Yes. Chicken. So, um, if anybody, yeah. If, if yeah. Anybody what part of the world is the farm in <laughs> Megan? Where can people get eggs next year? This yeah. Next year. You can come to highway 52 and 287 it's called the high crest farm um right now the brokerage is working out of the farm as well i'm trying to get one of the old outbuildings to house my office um so yeah i'm up in longmont i love it because i am right in the middle i'm 45 minutes from the tech center and all those markets i'm 45 minutes to fort collins um so I'm, it's, it's, it's a great, awesome location and I'm just right off the highway. So you can get a hold of me and be like, I want eggs and we'll make it happen. I'll get you some eggs. <laughs> okay. So eggs, it. which may eventually eclipse real estate, it sounds like with 150 chickens and growing. Um, but tell us about the last year of you between 150 chickens and the farm. And it seems like the farm had a decent harvest in the last year as well. Are you still doing real estate? Oh, yes. Okay, My business good. has doubled. Yeah. And yeah, it's been, I'm very busy. Yeah, I'll bet you <laughs> um, are. Yeah, farming and real estate both have the same busy seasons I found this year. Like, I was very um, thankful I had a partner to sort of navigate both of them with, but we've been, we were very fortunate. Um, I, I, I think I, I should be double if I think from last year. I haven't run them yet quite. Um, I have two agents on officially onto my brokerage that I'm coaching. I'm sorry, one that I'm coaching, one that's been doing it for a while. Um, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been an amazing year and it's been about two years officially that I started really taking control of my mornings and doing the time blocking and the intentional stuff. Okay. So I now have, 24 months where I'm like, whoa, it worked. Um, <laughs> so now it's getting addicting. So. Okay. So, and this is actually great fodder for this conversation. Jen and I focus so much, even though just the tips doesn't solely focus on lead gen, we work a lot on team structure. A lot of our content that goes out, a lot of subjects on the podcast, on our monthly tip, on the weekly little tip is usually about lead gen and not as much about team structure, we kind of started to breach that a little bit in the latter part of this year. So yeah, the timing is fantastic. Tell us about these two people, how long they've been on, what you're doing in this, you know, mentoring role. This is cool stuff. Thank you. Um, I, so John Libby um, is on brokerage. I met him at a marketing thing when I had first been licensed. So it's really awesome for me that he chose to hang his license at my brokerage because I've been doing this seven years. He's been doing it 20. He's sort of, uh, he does his own investing. He's, he's awesome. He's from the East Coast. He's like everybody's favorite uncle. He's just great. 
Um, so when he and he was like, I'm making the move, he's been at he was at the same office for like the entirety of his career. So it was just a huge support move for him to come on in the beginning, which is awesome for me. So John is great. He sells real estate. He knows how to write a contract. He's not going to get me sued. I'm I love John. Um, so John is the best. Um, and then Amanda just came on. She is a new agent. She has a degree um, in entrepreneurship. She's out of Florida. And she comes from the cannabis industry. So she's starting to market and brand herself as the cannabis realtor, which she's getting lots and lots of traction with um, in Denver. I haven't found anybody yet who's, that I've like met personally. I've known, I've known of people doing it. Um, so she's been starting to work on that, which is great. She's, uh, she's been killing it. She did, I think, like four open houses last week or something. Um, so that that's been I'm I'm very excited for her. She's gonna she's gonna sell sell some houses. She's very motivated. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. And what does that mean for you? What changed in your role? What are the tasks that you're having to add on or reinvent or you know even newly identify that are going to play a role in building out a team, being a mentor. Uh, you know, these kinds of things, certainly, because you don't have anything else going on. You've got plenty of time for this, I can tell, um, between 150 chickens and a farm and a husband and kids and a real estate business, and I could probably go on. Um, but yeah, what does that mean for what your activity looks like, your workload? What changed for you? So I have been focusing more on time blocking times as in, in addition to my residential real estate, Jen, uh, forcing lead gen, fo forcing, focusing on, um, you know, sort of getting that more automated so I can then focus on what I need to do in order to be an effective real estate mentor and coach, which are the every day I learn how different that they are. Um, I ran and was elected to be the car director for Denver Metro Association of Realtors for the next three years. And my term starts next month. So I will be doing that. Um, you know, that will be helping time. me a lot. This is why Megan and I get along so well. Okay. Like free time? What is what is that? Mm -hmm. Like extra okay. hours? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it's great now because I already have the block that I have been putting aside as I've created because I've created my coaching checklist. I've created, you know, here's my, you know, my email that I send out to be like, hey, please fill these things out and get them back to me for your session. Like I, I've kind of been, I've been time blocking, piecing these things together as they work. And then I've been so fortunate because these really key people in the beginning of my brokerage have come in and like are ready to be where I'm at. Um, you know, so that that's so it's been I've been reading more books instead of just strictly like real estate books. I read more books on how to be an effective leader, how to be an effective coach, how to manage your emotions, how to um, help people solve problems, how to, you know, handle high conflict situations, negotiations. So the, there's been a shifting in what I'm reading and sort of what I'm internalizing um because now I not only have to think of myself I also have other agents that I'm growing and helping to help them build their their businesses the way that they want to that reflects their lives so it's definitely been a, a lot of shifting and and I'm I'm enjoying noticing I'm like oh okay so this is a this this is a managing broker job this is a, a residential real estate job because eventually as I grow I will be focusing you know, on, on helping agents run their business, um, you know, versus, so, so the marketing is changing and that's something I'm still working on and trying to work through, you know, how, how does that shift look? Cause I put five, six years 
into a social media of that of a real estate agent helping you buy or sell, which I still do. Um, but now, you know, it's it's that there it's been a lot. I hope that I didn't answer the question too long. No, no, no. <laughs> we want to, this is the whole idea here is we want people to hear what it is you have to say about this particular subject. Um, my guess, of course, is that without the time blocking, you'd be screwed. You may as well be. Out yeah. There. You you might as well be chicken 151 running around out in the yard. Pretty much. I'm the chicken that's so, three year old at that point. Yeah, I I do want our audience to understand that um, this is this is insane, and I've certainly been there where my schedule is so robust, so full. Um, you know, spent years as an officer at a realtor board, Smedra, not uh, Dmar, but um, understanding that uh, time constraint and running multiple businesses and being someone's spouse and being someone's parent and being, um, you know, an overseer of animals. I don't know exactly how to describe what that role looks like these days. <laughs> and, and Jen is there too. Jen um, uh, has several pets and uh, does some other uh, business work. She's uh, got a VA company. She teaches yoga. She uh, sells wine. She's a sommelier. Um, on top of running all of the marketing for at least two or three of my businesses. Um, so, yeah, I get it. Without the time blocking, it's a nightmare. You'd never get any of it done. Um, no question about that. But um, I think the point that we try to drive home, certainly in our program, is that happiness is a well-oiled calendar. And I think that if you can time block off pretty much everything... And people laugh at this shit, but I have garbage day on my calendar. I know Thursday night oh, yeah. to take the damn trash cans out to the curb. And I I'll think forget. it's yeah, right. I think it's the first Saturday of the month. It's in my calendar. Change the damn furnace filter. It's in there. I know this sounds even more ridiculous, but working out, get on the bike, get on the treadmill. That shit is on my calendar. I have it time blocked off. Um, and yeah, if it's on my calendar, I'll get it done. I hate task lists and post-it notes and that kind of crap. But when we're talking about people that thrive by being in such a busy environment, and obviously most successful people I know um, are that way, then you have to. If you don't time block out that stuff, not only you're not going to get it done, you're going to let things drop off. You're not going to be busy. That's going to translate to not being successful. So, yeah, while you think you were rambling there, Megan, I think you were driving home a point that you better time block. You better have your calendar well-oiled. You better be at least organized in your own day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute kind of activity, or you're going to drown. Right. And I think the second piece of that is saying no to your time blocking. That's something I feel like I've said no a lot more the last two years than I have my whole life because now I know what I want. And if it doesn't align with what I want, I don't block it in. I'm not going to I have it. only, so much, that. Right, I only have so much time to get what I get done because I have to get this done. So if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And so I've kind of taken away the like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings and just been very proud. Hey, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I have so much going on. And if you want to come and see me and hold space in my messy house with me, let's do that. But I'm on a plan and I got somewhere I'm going and no. And I, I said it a lot. Um, and especially with the agents I'm adding on, you know, um, 
Amanda needed help with something. And I'm like, I mentally can't help you. And if I make a habit of doing this, I'm not going to serve you well as a mentor. So let's connect it this day and this time, and then let's get it done. And I promise you, I'm going to show up hundred percent and nobody died. She was okay. She didn't quit. Like, why are we scared of those conversations? She's like, okay. And it was, we were moving on with our lives. So what's the long-term goal here? 300 chickens? Um, <laughs> um, so the goal is to be uh, completely self-sustaining in 12 months. So it'd be nice if we had our own, all of our own sort of food and like the basics of it. Like we, you know, we still go to like McDonald's and like I ordered Baskin Robbins via DoorDash because, you know, amazing. Like we're normal people, but I do want to have our own, like our basis of our food, what we eat, our broth, uh, what's in our rice, um, what's our meat. Like I want that to be as pure and as fresh as possible. So we, that's, that's our goal is to be self-sustainable that way. I would like to grow my brokerage um, th this year is, is, is kind of the goal to work on that and then focus sort of on that, that shift in between there. So that's, that, that's the end goal. In 10 years, I would like to have probably three real estate offices, Motion Homes Group. So um, those are sort of the long-term things. So that's why I got to keep it very tight every day. All right, these are the little things I get done. And okay. then you just get in your groove. Okay, so this kind of regiment will provide that. Uh, the only thing I can think that it won't, which you know we may have to help you with, is an ice cream machine. Apparently, we need a mm. machine to make our own ice cream, right. so we're not uh, DoorDash in the thirty-one flavors. Although I guarantee you, I have thirty-one flavors in my fridge that was delivered by DoorDash. Chocolate peanut butter, to be more specific, but. Um, Neither here nor there. Okay, so this continued growth is on the chart. This is where we're progressing through the next however many years inside of 10. And like everybody else we work with, you guys really should have some kind of goal here. The idea is to eventually build a business you can walk away from while it still pays you. And if you guys can't see that that's the you know foundation that Megan is laying here, then... Uh, well, then we probably need to go back to Marketing 101, but we won't go that far back for those of you that are listening and watching um, to get a piece of that. But she's got a very systematic, a very regimented plan to put all of this in pace, in place, excuse me, at a pace that she's already predetermined. She knows what, it, what she wants it to look like in 2025, in 2027, in 2030. And this is... The kind of thing that, how do I describe this? Megan's going to be a rock. She is going to have hard edges. She is going to be heavily regimented for the next coming years. And she knows it. And she knows what that's going to look like. Her calendar right now is part of that. That, with some changes as things evolve and develop, that's what it's going to look like. She's going to spend years with that kind of a hard regimen. And if you want to accomplish what she wants to accomplish, that's the kind of shit it's going to take. That's what is required. We can't, how do I put, I, I see so many people in your line of work, in my line of work, that treat it like a job and not a career. And that they're not giving it the kind of long-term respect it deserves in order to lay the foundation, lay the groundwork to build what they really want to build. That, God, I just, I, well, I just hope that our audience is picking up what you're putting down. How about that? I think that's 
the big piece of the puzzle, even with Jen. Jen's got a plan day to day, month to month, year to year. She d doesn't have, you know, the, uh, she's not aspiring to own three real estate offices and I don't blame her. I don't want to do that either. No. Um, God. Yeah. So you're a glutton for punishment, Meg. So, um, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, but nonetheless, this is the kind of thing that we have to lay out for ourselves if we want to go there. What did I read this morning? It was something very Grant Cardone-esque. Um, there are like three things you got to do every day. One is get up before the sunrise. Um, and you're probably doing that considering it's farm anyway. And for those of you that are not, while we're off daylight savings time, shame on you. Get up before the sunrise. See how that fits. Um, the other one was to write down ridiculous goals and visualize them. And then the third was like, work towards them. That was it. It was really straightforward kind of stuff. Very simple kind of stuff. But it was absolutely true. And I do think I'm giving uh, proper credit where credit's due. I think it was Grant that uh, put that stuff together. But um, yeah, these are not difficult tasks. But if you iron them out, if you regiment them out, if you structure them out, if you time block them out, and you do it with the constancy and consistency that it's going to take every day, day in, day out, days, weeks, months, years, you're going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And it, and I, 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 Jen and I talk a lot about the Enneagram. We both really love that. And yes, I, I, I do a lot of that with, with, with my, um, with, with my agent right now. And, and that's my goal with every agent that I work with is to figure out a way that you are motivated based on how you're wired because Agent A is different from B, different from C, different from E. And I think everybody's trying to sell an agent like a, this, this will solve your problems. And, and, and everybody's just so different and real estate is so vast and large that you have to get clear on who you are and what you bring to the table. And once you get clear on that, you will be successful. And that, that process of helping an agent figure out why they are excellent and why they do what they do and then makes them excellent, that's not... You know what I mean? That's on the individual person. So I, I think that um, I will, I think I'll be able to help lots of agents sort of simplify what I wish I would have figured out in the first five years that I've now been implementing for two. Um, oh, well, you know, we, just, all, just we all feel that way. If I had known, I wish I had. Right. Yeah, come on. Hindsight well, being what it is. Sure. I think well, and I got licenses. A I got licensed so young. So sometimes I'm like, who gave me, like, I, I was 21. Like, I'm like, my brain wasn't done developing. Like, I've been doing this. Like, I've, I've, I've always done, you know? So I'm like, man, like, I really didn't know what I was doing. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it, it's just this formula. But it that's why it works for some people. But it doesn't work for others. Because it, it has to fit. It has to fuel what you want. Because not everybody, I thought everybody did. Apparently not everybody wants to live with, like, 200 birds. Uh, I um, can't like you have how crazy yeah that's looney tunes i don't even want to live with one your dream yeah yeah no, my dream is a little different yes right so i i am I happy to live with the eggs yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think I would love to do like a little pod. This is way out there and crazy. This is like 50, 50 years or something around here. But if you could figure out a little way, because chickens give you breakfast like every day, if you could figure out a way to do like a little garden that would feed your two little chickens and they could lay you eggs, then you could do it in an apartment. That'd be great. But 
that I don't know how I would make that feasibly happen, but the thought of it, I think is awesome, but that's about as far as I've got. All right. All right. Um, I want to find a way to make the chicken nuggets self-sustaining. The chicken nuggets. Yeah. I mean, in an apartment, I think that part would be a little hard to process chickens, but I think you could make, I think you can make eggs daily a little more apartment friendly. I I think so. Yeah, probably true. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Megan, legitimately what's next? And I don't mean, are we adding another 50 chickens to the coop? Um, Where do we go to get from where we're at right now? A couple of agents, one seasoned, one that we're conditioning, we're coaching, we're mentoring, we're training to three offices around the front range. Um, What's the next step? So I guess the goal is not, the the next step is to do really well with my two agents now and to have these two agents be so freaking successful that that speaks more than anything I can blab at anybody at a car or a DMAR board meeting or on this podcast or on a Facebook post. My goal is to take, is to put so much energy and effort and, and, and confidence, which is what I needed into my agent that that works. The, the first like number that I'm hitting is not necessarily office count. Cause I think offices are sort of, they're people, they're not super, I don't know if they're super necessary right now, no, but I want to help anyway. agents. Right. Yeah. I, I want to help a hundred agents make a hundred thousand a year. Cause the average agent sells six houses a year. So the average agent is stressed out, confused, broke, and only gets a check every eight weeks. It sounds like hell. We've all been there, especially oh, wow. when we were in the beginning. Um, when you put it like that, so, so I want to help my agents make a hundred thousand a year. And, and I think that that's really sustainable and doable. And I think my agents can live a really awesome life and, and do that. So that's sort of my goal. And I don't know how long it will take to get there, but on, I know on that journey to help a hundred agents make a hundred thousand and build those businesses for them, I'll, I'll get more clear, but right now that's the path I'm walking on, but that will probably get more specific as that's I enter into the third agent. That's pretty badass. It's got to get more. A hundred agents at a hundred grand. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. That's really cool stuff. And what's the timeline? Because if we're talking 50 years, a hundred grand isn't going to be anything anyway. Right. I mean, right now it would be cool if I could get there in five. Okay. But I'm open to how quickly, because I don't want to put a time frame on it because I think that sometimes the time frames hinders us. And we give ourselves too long to do something and it takes too long. So I don't want to take too long, and, but I don't want to be hard on myself because you can't ch- change sustainability from a lower vibration, from negativity or being yourself up. True. So I don't want to be like, you suck. You only, you know, so I'm kind of keeping it open until I know what I want to go after. Because once I get set on a number, I don't want to have to do the damage control of then beating myself up. You know what I mean? So I'm. I'm waiting for that, but hundred, I, I would like to do it in five years, but I'm not totally sold out. If it takes 10, that's fine too. Um, but if I could help a hundred people change their lives and, and be able to stay home with their kids or do whatever their 150 chickens is, that would be, I, I could, I would love that. I would die happy woman for sure. I mean, what else can I do? That would be amazing. hundred. That, really cool. that needs to be your hashtag. What's your 150 chickens? Yeah, seriously. What's your 150 chickens? Yeah. I love it. What's so your 150 chickens? If we chickens? get the office space, 
I'm looking for, it was originally the chicken home on the homestead. So I'm hoping that they will, that I can work out a way to lease that front space to be Motion Homes Group, and then it will be the chicken house. And then maybe I'll start doing real estate chick. I'm not sure. I'm thinking about it, but what's your 150 it. chickens on? I'm writing it down. As long as the logo looks more like a chicken coop than a house, I'm okay with it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because everybody does the house. And so. I would be willing to bet that if somebody wanted to buy a house where they wanted to raise chickens, you would know where to do that. Absolutely. I could give you the chickens. I oh could my. even... Closing gift as a chicken. Even... Guys, <laughs> right. stop. My, watch wa my wife watches this. No, no <laughs> offers of chickens. Stop it. I'll send some photos over your way. Be like, here's, we've got one with little like fluffy hair. I posted on Facebook. She had a good hair day yesterday. She's very I cute. She's got, she's so yeah. cute. Hilarious. And genius marketing shit too. What are you reading right now, Megan? I got to ask. I am right now watching, reading Master Your Emotions. So I'm working on it. Um, so that's good. I, uh, it was just funny. Cause like, I feel like I've been getting better, but then every time I read something about emotions, it just hits all over again. Um, cause we get really emotional. So I'm reading that one. I'm also going to start. What is my, oh, I moved him downstairs. I think it's your next five moves. I'm going to do a business strategy one. Um, and then I have an Enneagram book I'm reading before the end of the year. Um, how many books? So then one, two, three, four. Not 70. I think I'm only at 30. Let me see. You've had a few things going on. I think it was 50 last yeah, year, wasn't it? More. I read 70, 70 total. Last 70 year. last year? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm at 25 this year. So 50 when we closer. talked, I think. But it was, yeah. That's probably right. That's awesome. I love you it. You guys are badass. No question. This is my 22nd book. So I will do 25 this year. All right. So I'm doing a little bit, but I'm, I'm trying to absorb now because now what I'm reading is also needing to be regurgitated to who I'm speaking to. So I'm taking more time to sort of ingest a book and take notes on a book and schedule time to go back and write my journal about it. So the reading's taking a little bit longer, but wow. I also I have more. Okay, I, now I know why we don't see Megan at Roundtable. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, she does not have time for that. I was so sad. I missed it. I'll be at the next one. Right. January. Megan's coming in January. It was, a, it, was, uh, it was a good one. There's no yeah. question. Um, but, you know, when you put a bunch of people like this, it's basically this times 10, right? We put 10 of our very best freaking podcast guests together in a room, and that's what happens. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to come. Think and Grow Rich number nine, the power of the mastermind. That's what it is. It's, it's incredible stuff. I like the iron sharpens iron theory. I just want to make sure I'm never the smartest guy in a room. Well, one, that's a room full of really stupid people. But two, I just want to make sure that there's always something to learn from everybody I'm spending time with. I think that that's an important piece of the puzzle. And that has absolutely nothing to do with age, gender, you know, certainly race, religion. Oh, my God, what I've learned about world religion from people who practice other religions is mind-boggling over the years. Um, that's certainly a big one. Profession. That one, I don't care about. Um, I think I said age, but God, I'm learning as much from my six-year-old day-to-day as I am from anybody else. Um, so yeah, it's just an amazing way to spend our time, no question. All right, Megan, if I want to buy a property where I can raise chickens, how do I get a hold of you? You can look me up. It's motionhomesgroup.com is my website. 
My number is 720-393-0673, and I'm on Facebook. You can always shoot me a message on Instagram. Very cool. And Jen, what am I missing? I know that we you know, usually do more in conclusion, and I got your you know, little sign language that we're going to run over time, and we always do with Megan, so be it. Um, but I'm yeah, what am I missing? Take us welcome. home. We're going to have Megan back next year. It's fine. And she'll have 500 chickens by then. Who knows? Um, oh, God. <laughs> But thank you, Megan. It's, you know, I can't believe we've actually never met in person is the funny thing. So you'll definitely have to come to the round table. How is that Enneagrams. possible? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Okay. We talk Enneagrams and, you know, just nerd out at the next. We send stuff back and forth. Like we talk. <laughs> yeah, but we've never met. It's so funny. It's so funny. But for the rest such, of you, if you want to find out. Right. If you want to find out more about us, text tips to 63566. It's scrolling at the bottom for those of you watching the video. Um, you can literally find out more than you could possibly ever want to know about us by texting that text code. Uh, you can see our latest videos. You can get a copy of Adam's book, Just the Tips. You can book a free hour of coaching. Um, if you're interested in being a speaker or know someone who would be a great speaker at the Mile High Mastermind or Social Media Day Denver next year, definitely reach out to me. Um, yeah, all the I things. I love these big conferences. Yeah. Right. 48 weeks of planning for 48 hours of yeah, and I think I'm moving. Yeah. I think I'm moving social media day up, so I'm going to give myself less planning time this year. Oh, so, that girl. You know. Okay. Why not? We're why talking not? about yeah. free time, whatever. You need, but you need more chickens. I want. I oh, can I just put a chicken on my patio? Like that'll be fine, right? It'll be totally well, fine. We need friends. I can give you two chickens on your patio for sure. Can you imagine Hagrid wherever he just went with chickens? It'd Chasing so chickens. Funny. So funny. No. Like. <laughs> I love it. They'll but, scream at the chat. Great. There we go. All right. Well, Megan, thank you so much. We will not have a show next week. We're taking the week off for Thanksgiving. So everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. That's the holiday where we eat birds. Yes. Just yes, it is. throwing that out there, Megan. Sorry. Yes. All right. <laughs> but yes, Megan, we know it's a big deal to carve this kind of time out on a Monday morning. So thanks again. Thank you. No sweat. All right, I'm going to run our extra. Megan, don't you go anywhere. And for the rest of you, we'll, uh, other than next week, again, have a wonderful holiday. You can catch us at 1030 Mountain Time uh, with a new episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. We're about to wrap up season four and uh, breach into season five. In fact, Jen, you're probably getting ready to book into season six. I so, will be booking season six very soon. <clears throat> we'll just keep on keeping on. You guys all have a great week. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.